Welcome back to another episode of And Then, here with a very special girl dad episode. This is Drew here with his 12-year-old daughter, Kayla. Say hi, Kayla. Hi, Kayla. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> All right, so today um, the topic is Cobra Kai. And for those of you who don't know what Cobra Kai is, it is an extension of the Karate Kid franchise. So it takes place roughly 30... Yeah, 30 years later. 30 years after the original Karate Kid. Um, but um, first, before we start talking about Cobra Kai, uh, we can't talk about Cobra Kai without talking about Karate Kid. So, um, tell me, what is your earliest memories of the Karate Kid? Just, like, liking it so much and, like, Mr. Miyagi being so cool, like... You find out that he, like, knows all of these karate moves. And he's, like, saving Daniel from bullies. And it's just very cool to see Mr. Miyagi's character, like, become what it is today. Yeah, I was I was interested in how it seemed like Mr. Miyagi wasn't doing anything. Like, it seemed like he wasn't really training him. Like, he would make him wash his car, he would make him sand his floors, paint his fence, paint his house, and this whole time, you're like, okay. Well, as a kid, I remember watching, being like, okay, like, when is he going to learn some karate? That's what Daniel thought, too. Yeah, and then he, I mean, I would have got mad after, like, the first, like, when he was painting the fence, and he he sat down, he's like, all right, I'm all done, and he's like, both sides? You know, I would have been like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm done. Like, I'm not doing a both side. You do both side. <laughs> um, so uh, that's why the, the payoff scene where, you know, Daniel final, finally is just like, oh, I'm done with this. I'm leaving. And, and you know, yeah, Daniel-san. You know, and, and he brings him in and he tells him to show him what he learned. You know, show me, um, wax on, wax off. Show me son de floor. And he shows him, and then he he shows him how it's used as far as like blocking wise. Like he's punching him, and he's blocking it. He's kicking him. He's blocking it, and it's all from the muscle memory he developed um, from all the chores that Mr. Miyagi made him do. So, what are your uh, so is it safe to say that Mr. Miyagi is your favorite character? Yes. Okay. Um, what about Daniel? You don't like Daniel? You don't like Johnny? You don't like Allie? I'm not a big fan of Daniel because after watching Cobra Kai, it's just like, whoa, you like get to see. Whoa. <laughs> you get to see like another side of the story and be like, wow, Daniel is kind of a bully. Yeah. I mean, if you really look at it, like, and they say this in, in the first season of Cobra Kai, like when Johnny's giving his perspective of what happened. Um, so him and Allie just broke up literally like weeks, weeks before that, um, before uh, she met Daniel on the beach. Johnny's, you know, hanging out with his friends, sees uh, Allie over there on the beach, Kiki King and playing soccer with, uh, with uh, Daniel LaRusso. He goes to talk to Allie. Allie's being stubborn. Um, the, the, the one thing I would say is like he didn't have to break her radio, but... Daniel also too is like dude you didn't have to go in there and pick up the radio and give it to her like it's it's broken like just just leave <laughs> Are it alone you revive it? <laughs> yeah like walk away like I didn't understand like he he just wanted to talk to her 
And then, um, if you really look at it, it's like Daniel, like what? Does he push Daniel? Yeah. He push him to the ground and Daniel gets up and he tries Yeah, so he pushes, he pushes Daniel and then Daniel just charges at him and he's just, you know, getting out the way, tripping him. And then, um... Daniel's, I think Daniel's the one, is he the one who gives him? No, because uh, Johnny kicks him in the gut. Yeah. And then Johnny goes up to him, he's like, you had enough or something like that? And he gets punched in the face. But, um, so watching the movie again, after that, okay, so they saw him at the dojo because uh, Daniel was looking for dojos to join to learn karate and he sees them. And then he decides, like, I'm not joining it with these guys in there. And they see him at the restaurant with his mom and then they follow him up to like well Cobra Kai says it was a cliff but like the hill and they knock him off the hill on their on their bikes while he was on his bicycle and it broke his bike in the process and that's when he's oh I hate this bike this stupid bike and he throws it in the dumpster and and then Mr. Miyagi just fixes it um but after that from what I saw Cobra Kai wasn't messing with Daniel at all uh and then comes the Halloween party and for no you know like you, you're, you're, you're with your the girl you like, and the girl's like, hey, let's go outside and talk, and... He denies you know, it. Well, he doesn't deny it, but, you know, he get, they throw the egg on him, so he has to go to the bathroom and clean it, whatever. But then he sees that Johnny's in the stall, and then he, he proceeds to grab the hose, put the hose in the stall and spray him with it, and yes, they go and they chase him and they beat him up. Like, what did you expect? You knew the whole gang was there. So that's what I'm talking about. It's like, he, he, yes, he was a victim in, in, in certain aspects of it, but at the same time, he was also the cause of a lot of it. He was like instigating. Yeah, he instigated it. And then Mr. Miyagi came out and beat a bunch of, beat up a bunch of 17, 18 year old boys. Shouldn't that be illegal? It is illegal. I'm pretty sure I can't like kick a 17 year old boy in the neck. That's what happened in Cobra Kai. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's why, like, Cobra Kai, it kind of bends the rules a little bit. Um, technically, you self-defense, but then... It, like, what are you... Like, I don't know. It's a grown man. Like, what am I supposed to do when I have a bunch of, like, 16-year-olds trying to jump me? I'm supposed to just stand there? Walk away. Okay, what if they chase it? I'm going to run away from 16-year-old boys. Hey, leave me alone! <laughs> no, I don't know. That, but that that's a whole nother other story so um so there were three karate kid well four karate kid movies plus a, a jaden smith remake which we will not speak of because it never happened in my mind i regret ever seeing it it was such it was just not needed you don't need to remake uh karate kid you just need to continue it you just need to build upon it so so the first movie that he deals with his high school bully Falls in love for the first time. Meets Mr. Miyagi. Um, you know, he gets bullied in high school. And the way that they settle this is through the tournament. It's like, oh, stop beating him up for, you know, for enough time for him to train. And then we'll settle this at the tournament. He wins the tournament. Next movie, uh, it, it's more of Mr. Miyagi's story. You find out, um, like, his backstory of him in Okinawa. Like, the girl he left behind the best friend he left behind who he betrayed by falling in love with um the girl that he was betrothed to um but he goes back because his father's dying and that's you know that's when you meet sato and chosen and um 
Kumiko, Kumiko, yeah, Kumiko, 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 and then he ends up uh, fighting to the death over there, and he does, for you know, honor. yeah, it's for, all over honor. yeah, the, the whole movie is about honor garbage, you know, it's all about <laughs> honor, and you know, you disgrace my honor, and people defending their honor. That's like all it's about in Okinawa is just honor. Yeah, very serious, and then so he he fights to the death, and of course he shows mercy. Um, you know, the whole, uh, live or die, man, you die, wrong, and then he honks his hon- his nose <laughs> and shit, um, but then the third one, which, out of the four, the third one is my favorite, it's not the best one, but it's my favorite, because it is, uh, you know, they go back to the stuff from Karate Kid, it, it's almost a direct sequel to the Karate Kid, um, it feels more like a direct sequel to the Karate Kid than the second one did. Although the, the beginning of the second one was directly right after the end of the first movie. Yeah. But, you know, uh, the bad guys was better. Like, I love Terry Silver, one of my most favorite bad guys. Mike Barnes, um, one of my most favorite bad guys. I mean, second to Johnny. I like, I like Chosen too. Like, oh, in, in reality, Chosen should have... Daniel had no chance against Chosen. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, like, uh, I, I feel like that's what Cobra Kai is to me. It's the Karate Kid 3. It's just going back to the original and it's bringing back all, all the older characters. Um, you got to like really get to like relive the experience. Yes. And also too, um, you also got to see that Daniel exhibited no growth. Like he learned from nothing. He went from being a kid that was being bullied to being a person who, who was able to win a tournament, um, to be able to beat a grown man to the death, to then one, and then it, it seemed like in a third movie he didn't learn anything. Like that wasn't him because yeah. he was still immature, he was still stubborn, he talked a lot, he was just dumb. And I enjoyed all the pain that he went through through that whole movie because that's where the real pain began, anyway. So, um, out of the four, I mean, okay, so we're going to talk about the fourth for a second. Um, that's the one with Hilary Swank with the girl one, which I thought when I first showed you it, I thought you would, and I think at first you did like it more. I don't really know how I felt about it, but I personally like the second one. Okay, why? Because it's like cool because you get to like learn about Mr. Miyagi, like, yeah, he's my favorite character, but you get to learn about it. And then it's like a cool fighting scene. Which one? The last one. Mm. I liked it. And I like the concept of like they're like bringing back old traditions in like that castle, oh. and they got like to dance and stuff. See, my favorite fight scene was, you know, the sensei teach you how to fight with spear. <laughs> you know, like that 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 scene where they were like destroying all the plants and. You know, Miyagi comes out, you have a problem with Miyagi, not with boy. And then he goes and he beats all them up like they, they can't touch him. Um, my whole thing is, why does he, whatever. Why do you fight them, but you don't fight Sato? Because oh, he's, he's coward. Yeah, you know, he's not coward. But I think, I, you know what, thinking back, it's like I feel like he didn't fight Sato because he knew Sato was going to fight to kill. And the only way he would win or beat him is to kill him. And he just didn't see himself killing Sato, because it's like, dude, this was like 80 years ago. Why are you still mad? And, and plus, that was like his like best friend. Yeah, that's that's best friend. Like, um, since childhood, like, 
like the Miyagi karate was only taught by two other Miyagis, but they made an exception because, you know, Mr. Miyagi asked his dad, like, please, dad, or please, father, make exception for Sato. Must train him best friend, right? So what is your favorite? So what is your favorite scene from the from the second one? this one probably the ending scene but not like before the fight like before the fighting when they were all like together like the the whole town yeah Mm, i figured i like but also it was really cool how chosen came down to start fighting he like like kind of like what's that called ziplining yeah he he was just in real life his hands would have been tore up because he had nothing but he was just and then the he was breaking those lanterns on the way down but but yeah, like the fourth one, it's, it's with the girl, like he, his friend that he was in the military with, his died, so he's watching, I don't know, it was, it, I haven't watched in a long time, but he basically watches over her, teaches her karate, because she's getting bullied in school, and, and you know, you know what happens, she ends up beating the bullies, and that movie was kind of ridiculous, it, it, it took it to new heights as far as the bad guys, I felt like this, you guys are in high school, you shouldn't be that like, like the I don't know. They took it too seriously, like a military. But then again, Cobra Kai, John Kreese is doing the same thing. Yeah. So after Karate Kid, you know, nothing really happened with Karate Kid afterwards. I mean, every now and then you would get some kind of parody or spoof for Karate Kid. And then they announced the Cobra Kai, where they were basically going to bring in Johnny and start a new show just about the Cobra Kai. I, when I first heard about the show, heard nothing about Daniel. I didn't know that, you know, Kreese. I didn't think, I thought it was just going to be just this cheap show about Cobra Kai with just Johnny in it. Yeah. So, like, um, do you remember first hearing about it? Did I tell you about it? Uh, I'm not sure, but if I could go back in time, I'd probably be really excited since, like, I know more about it now. Yeah. And then also, too, I didn't get to let you watch the whole season at first. Yeah, I only got to watch the first episode and then a couple months later I get to watch the rest of it. Yeah, because there was, a, you know, there was a couple things in it where I was just like, I don't think you're ready for it, uh, but I gave you another year to kind of just uh, mature. So Yeah, I probably was like nine if it came out. 2018? Like, three years ago? Yeah, about. Yeah. Um, but as, as you know, after some time went, I felt like you you, you would be able to understand, and uh, you, you know you know what's right from wrong. Um, I'm I was never afraid of you watching a movie and hearing a swear word and you repeating the swear word. Um, I know you won't swear. Yeah. You know better. You, I know you're not gonna punch on anybody in the face. You know better. I mean, unless you're defending yourself. Yeah. Um, so when I finally let you watch it. Like the whole season, what'd you think? It was cool to see like Johnny's side of the story, and then him kind of like softening up and like not being all <laughs> or whatever, and then like kind of like being the new Mr. Miyagi and teaching Miguel, and like. And and then I felt like every time Johnny was getting some traction, he was he was you know building up momentum and. He's getting it together. I felt like Daniel came in and messed it up every time. Yeah. I could be wrong. But that's what I felt like. I was just I always felt like 
I feel like Daniel had no reason. It's like, dude, you saw the Cobra Kai billboard or whatever, or whatever you saw. What did he saw commercial? Or he saw it while he was at a, like a red light or something. Oh yeah, he like saw the dojo. Yeah, and then he gets all like, oh, I'm gonna stop this. Like, how about you be an adult and sit down with Johnny and be like, hey, so. Um, did you not learn your lesson with John Kreese? And that way Johnny could be like, well, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be different than I'm trying to know his side of the story. Yeah. But I mean, but at the same time, I could see why Johnny would be stubborn with Daniel. I could see why Daniel would be stubborn with Johnny. But at some point you're like, come on guys. I mean, to me, I was more like, Daniel, get over it, dude. Like you won, you won in life. Why do you need to mess with this man? Um, your favorite characters? What are, What are your favorite characters in the season one? We'll stick with the season one first for now. Johnny. Johnny's the favorite. Yeah. That's it. I just liked how his connection with Miguel was and stuff, and all of that. Yeah, it was just basically a modern version of Miyagi and Daniel. Yeah. Except Johnny wasn't like Miyagi. Johnny was. Like, Johnny still had that foundation that Kree set in him from Cobra Kai. So, even though he knew he wanted to be different from John Kreese, he still had that bully in him. He still had that little bit of that mentality in him. And it shows because he kind of bullies his students. Um, but I feel like he he cares more about his students than Kreese did about his. Yeah. Um... My favorite um, moment of season one, and I believe it's season one, where remember when they're at that country club and the guy who recognizes uh, Robbie tries to kick him out? No, wait. That was season two. No. The one I'm thinking about is when they went to the country club and the purses were stolen or something like that, and they were trying to figure out who it was, and Oh, that was two. That was two, still. Because Tori's in there. Yeah, because that's when Tori pushes Sam into like, uh, that, all that stuff. Okay, well, one is the one where, where they're at the convenience store and he beats up Kyler and his stupid friends. Yeah. Because I hate Kyler. I think Kyler is the biggest douche, and I really hate that they brought him back for the third one. And I really hate that he's a part of Cobra Kai. Yeah. Um, but I feel like he's perfect for Cobra Kai. Yeah, even though he's a wrestler, not a karate guy. <laughs> um, when I watch this show, I don't see any of the kids as bad guys, because you got to not bad student, but bad teacher. But yeah, the same thing. Well, Miyagi said because they're kids. Kids are impressionable, um, you know, and they were, you know, they were a, a lot of these Cobra Kai kids were getting bullied in school and stuff like that, bullied in life, and they. They needed some guidance, and and they. Even though I don't understand when they go to Kreese, because he's clearly evil. Yeah. Like you see his face, and he's evil. He like just looks like a mean dude. Right. Like I don't understand. Like, but then again, the kids impressionable, whatever. But at least like Hawk realizes like, so Hawk, uh, is. Um, one of the main side characters of Cobra Kai. So he's not the main... I feel like the main characters is like Miguel and Johnny and Daniel. Yeah, Hawk is like 
Miguel's best friend. Yeah, he's like Dutch in the Karate Kid One, like the Blondie from Karate Kid One. Yeah. He's he's the crazy guy. He he started off as he was uh he was bullied and you know he was made fun of because he had that lip thing. From Kyler. Yeah, Kyler was making fun of him, bullying him, and then uh, Johnny turns him into um, a badass. Excuse my language, but he he basically tells him, "Was like, dude, you you got to you got to do something drastic. You got to you got to make a change, and you got to own it, and you you have to change your attitude." And he does all that, and Hawk becomes one of the tougher guys uh, in Cobra Kai. Yeah. Um. So, what do you like overall about the first season? It was good. Uh, it was great. It's just like good to see it, and then kind of like relive the big old tournament, and like see it, all that like happen, and then get to see like Daniel go on Robbie's side, and like it's funny because like Daniel was mad at Robbie because he lied to him about Johnny being his father, and then like while. Robbie was fighting. He's like, "Go, Robbie! Do it, do it, do it!" And he's like, really focused. And then, well, he could because he could see like because I think at first Daniel thought that it was kind of like, "Oh, you were just using me to get back to your dad, but you're really on your dad's side" or something like that. But then he realized while he was out there, he was fighting alone, and he was fighting alone against not only Johnny but his whole Cobra Kai team. So then he started to sympathize with him, and then all, and then you know he it's I I'm pretty sure it, Robbie reminded him of him. Because yeah. it was basically him alone, but he wasn't alone. He had Mr. Miyagi, so that's who, that's why I think he eventually was like, "All right, I'm gonna come in and I'm gonna I'm going to um, coach you." So, um, and what I liked about the tournament it was like it's a lot of callbacks to that first one. Um, I mean, the very first thing that Miguel does in the tournament is the crane kick. I can't believe he stole your move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I I do not like the character of Samantha. Yeah. She causes so much problems and she whines about it a lot yeah um yeah it's just like whatever like i don't i don't know like i i I never liked her character i'm always on um miguel's side hawk i'm i'm back and forth with because he's back and forth um i didn't like aisha did you like aisha she was cool i thought she was a brat I mean, like, she's the only one in Cobra Kai where she loses and then she has a little fit and then she just, like, walks up and, hey, I don't want to do this, this is stupid, I don't want to do this. Yeah, but who likes losing? Okay, but there's a way of losing. Like, even Johnny, when he lost in the first Karate Kid, he hands the trophy over to Daniel and he says, you are, you're all right, LaRusso, good match. Not this girl. This girl is the only one. Everybody in Cobra Kai lost, except for Miguel. And she's the only one, the only one who just storms off. Who just storms off, doesn't want to talk to the team, leaves her team, goes in the back, and then go makes up with, with Sam in the back. Yeah, but then she comes back and she like cheers with Miguel. It's not like she just left the whole thing. She still walked out. So let's say in your cheerleading thing, if you get in good, it, would you just walk off and get away from your team? Or would you be there with your team? You can't, and you're not supposed to do that there either. They should have stopped her and they should have suspended her. So yeah, you can't do it, but you can do it. You can physically do it. You can physically get up and walk out. And there's there's nothing you can say to convince me that she wasn't being a brat. That's being a brat. You lose. If you're in a, and especially you have other kids watching. You have all those people watching. 
you lose and you have a fit and you walk off and you don't you know your your opponent tries to congratulate you like hey you know what good match and you're just like whatever get away from me and you just walk off only one on the team does that so i don't like the character of aisha and i was not sad that she not, she didn't return for season three right because she returned for season two now yeah she was in season two yeah i didn't i, w I was glad that, that she was gone because her character and then also too um reading like behind the scenes stuff i heard she wasn't exactly a nice person either. Mm -hmm. a lot of the cast members didn't like her because she was mean so. let's get into another character dimitri dimitri another character i hate so dimitri is hawk's old best friend yes his old his old best friend um who never really committed to cobra kai because he never really bought into to me he was soft it was just like you couldn't handle the way he talked to you you couldn't handle like even when he went to miyagi though like he tried to come in with a sick note from his mom and saying like oh if there's any kind of like reading i could do or something like that and i'm like dude what are you what's wrong with you like that's the problem with 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 a lot of youth nowadays it's like there are a lot of excuses for not doing stuff it's just like Sometimes you got to push through a little bit of pain. Sometimes you got to do what you, you know, do what you have to do. But even if it's something you don't want to do. And I think Dimitri just really frustrated me. Now, eventually, he got it. Yeah. Like, eventually, he was able to to learn and actually show results. Like, he that that um, the school fight, he goes and he... He, he blocks the shots from Hawk and then he kicks them through a trophy case or whatever. But, um, you know, eventually they make up. Yeah. And um, now, so basically the, the first season, it establishes uh, Johnny and Daniel's rivalry al along with Miguel and Robbie, Robbie's rivalry, as well as right in the middle is Samantha, who was first with Miguel and then starts becoming friends with Robbie. Yeah, she like brings Robbie to a party that Miguel was at. And Miguel's like, hey, what are you doing? Yeah, because remi uh, mind you, Miguel is drunk because like he was trying to call her all day. She wasn't answering her phone at all. And he's like, whatever. And the first time he sees her, she's holding hands with another guy, Kiki King and laughing and stuff. So I understand that. I don't understand accidentally hitting Samantha. You shouldn't hit Samantha. Also, too, I'm like, Samantha, your, your dad's the karate kid. Why don't you block it? Whatever. Um, but that all leads to the tournament, and um, I like the whole, like, Daniel and Samantha both being stubborn, not wanting to go to the tournament. Yeah. But then you could tell both of them really wanted to go to the tournament. Um, so, Miguel wins the tournament. He is the karate... He is like a combination of Johnny... And Daniel LaRusso. But also there was a big scare for Miguel because his mom is seeing that like, oh, he's getting like really like mean and rude and he's like like doing all these mean stuff and like he was doing these all like fouls to Robbie and like hurting his shoulder. But that yeah, that all comes from the yeah, she started to see a different side of, of Miguel. So did Johnny. He was like, Whoa, you can like well he, well, he realized, like, he, I mean, he basically taught Miguel how he was taught, and then he was turning him into what Kreese turned him into. So he was trying, he was starting to see himself in him, um, 
But even Johnny wasn't that that bad, I don't think. Yeah, he swept the leg. But even when Crease told him to sweep the leg, Johnny, you could tell Johnny didn't want to do it. No. Um, so I'll get disqualified. Yeah, well, no, that's Bobby. Oh. Bobby does that. Yeah, because he's like, uh, I want him on a commission. He's like, I could beat this guy. He's like, I don't want to beat. But I'll get disqualified. No mercy. And then, you know, he kicks him in the leg. And, and they do the same thing here. Uh, except like Hawk just like axe axe kicks um, Robbie in the shoulder and separates the shoulder and that's when you have again a callback to the the locker room scene in Karate Kid 1 where Mr. Miyagi's talking to Daniel and you know Daniel's like um, nah I need to finish this fight and Miyagi's trying to talk him out of it and then Daniel does the whole like balance speech I need to you know nothing's gonna be accomplished if I quit now I need to finish this and then Miyagi does his little Miyagi magic with his hands um, except in Cobra Kai Daniel LaRusso rubs his hands together and then calls for a medic so <laughs> he makes you think like oh they're gonna do it because they have the music cued into when they do it and they're like oh no he he, he just calls in a, a medic because again it wouldn't make sense for a Daniel it's also cool because in the first movie when Daniel LaRusso's like the announcer is like Daniel LaRusso is gonna fight and then in the Cobra Kai tournament it was like Daniel LaRusso is gonna coach coach yeah yeah that, that whole thing and then, and then again if you're not a Karate Kid fan and you're and you're looking at this like completely cheesy completely corny but that's Karate Kid if you if you're watching this nine times out of ten you're a big Karate Kid fan and if you're a big Karate Kid fan you're gonna love all this stuff and it's all like it's all nostalgia. It's all like throwbacks. It's all just the music, the acting, the just the, the situations. It's all, and then and then it it's it's set in a modern world. So I I love the first season of Cobra Kai. I blew through it. I was sad when it ended, and I couldn't wait for the second one. Then the second one started, and the second one started to be more. So instead of Miyagi-Do just having one person, they just started recruiting more people. Yeah. Um, including Samantha joined in, and then some of the Cobra Kai rejects who who basically didn't like Johnny's style, or when Cobra Kai attacked the dojo, the, the Miyagi dojo, um, a lot of the Cobra Kai didn't agree with it, and they went to Miyagi-Do. Um, and that, that's when we get introduced to Tori, who is my favorite character. Because Tori is so like I don't see her as bad because again, she is a teenage well, the character is a teenager whose mom is sick, she's not exactly rich, you know, she's poor, and she's just going through all this in her life, so she she's kinda of taken out the wrong way. But that that's lack of guidance. And then you go to Cobra Kai and they teach you how to you know, like fight more. She was already a good fighter when she came in. To me, she's to me, she's the best fighter in the entire uh, Cobra Kai series I think like I think if they fought toe to toe she would destroy Miguel like in real life yeah. if they were really trying to destroy, destroy each other um, but then you get into the whole so now after the events of the first season Miguel is, is um, no Samantha is starting to 
get a little relationship with Robbie. That's also because they technically like live together because Daniel kind of brought Robbie in to right. the family. But this was all stemming from the first season. Like yeah. they, you could tell, especially Robbie. I could tell that Robbie was starting to like her at the end of the first season, and then as Robbie and Samantha are getting together, that's when Miguel and Tori get together. And then that's when the feud between Tori and Samantha start. And yeah, they're supposed to be the good guys. And then Samantha at the party, she kisses Miguel. And that's when the whole- That starts the whole thing. Everything that transpired after that, everything that transpired at the end of season two, everything that transpired at season three, all Samantha's fault. Yeah. All her fault. She kissed Miguel. She did. And that's what started. I don't blame Tori. Like like I said, Tori is going through all, and, and, and whatever uh, Samantha says in the third season. Like, oh, everybody has their sob story. Um, no. She's an impressionable teenager. She's, she's trying to take care of her mom, trying to take care of her. Well, she had a brother. Yeah, she had a little brother that was introduced kind right. of in the third season. And then she's, t- you know, she's trying to take care of rent, working like three jobs, um, and then you see, you see that her boyfriend just, you know, gets kissed by her mortal enemy and his ex-girlfriend. Yeah. And that's when you. Um, you can't into... blame her for how she reacted because, no. like, their fight—they already like introduced to fighting, so that, that's how they're gonna react. Right. Um, and that's when you have the school fight. And mind you, you're not in high school yet, but fights don't happen like that. Um, maybe like a little fight, like how it started, but then Hawk tries to start it. He's like, oh yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And then everybody's pairing up and fighting. And I mean, that was crazy. It, it, it's not realistic, but it was fun to watch. Um, cause you're, you're seeing all this character work here. Cause they, they spent the whole season building up like the fuse. Like, I don't remember like, uh, what did they call him? Like pass face and what? What were those names? I don't remember. It was a nickname for, I know one was ass face and you can't say ass face. So I said ass face. Yeah. Um, and the, I forgot what the other one was. Um, but, and then you had like the, the little kid from Miyagi-Do and then the little kid from Cobra Kai. The, the one with the blonde hair is Bert. I don't remember the other one. You had Bert and then the other one. I don't know. And but, then you had Hawk and Dimitri. Yeah. And then you had, um, Miguel, Robbie, and then Samantha, Tori, and that whole thing. And then Stingray. Uh, we didn't talk about Stingray. He's a new character in the second season. He's basically a grown man, mid-30s yeah. maybe, who just joins Cobra Kai. Um, he's a kid at heart. Um, technically should be in jail because he was, like, punching. He's like, I got this, and starts He's like not even trying to fix it. He just starts beating up the kids. Yeah, he was he was in there to interview for a security position in the high school, and then the fight ensues, and he's like, "I got this," and then he just starts beating up all the Miyagi Do kids, <laughs> like like punching them in the stomach it's and stuff. Like not but even fair because he's part of Cobra Kai. Yeah, and, and, but he's a grown man, despite <laughs> of whether he's Cobra Kai or not. He's a grown man beating up on kids. 
Um, but whatever, he that's why we don't see him in the third season because um, there's consequences for your actions. You can't just beat up um, high school kids unless you're Mr. Miyagi or Johnny Lawrence. Um, Not really, because Johnny got arrested. Yeah, whatever happened to that court case? I remember he brought it up during a, a job interview and he didn't get the job because of it. And and the way that the, the second season ended, it was it was so epic. You had that that cruel summer remix that they played yeah. um, at the end of it, and Johnny just trying to, you know, he's reminiscing about everything with Miguel, and he's kind of just regretting a lot of things, and um, of course he's drinking, and that's when he's on the beach, and his phone starts going off, he throws his phone, he takes his car keys, throws the keys into the car, that beautiful Cobra Kai car he had, and he just walks away. And then the camera pans to the sand, and you look at the phone, and look, Ali has sent him a friend request. So that was a tough one, because it's just like, oh, Ali's coming back, and oh, I gotta wait a year for this? Yeah. And then also, and then and then the fact that Miguel got kicked off the ledge, like he 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 could have broken Robbie's arm, but he decided to show mercy, and Robbie decided to kick him over the rails, and Miguel falls, lands on a rail on his back, and he's in a coma at the end of season two. We don't know what happens. Um, you thought he was gonna die. Yeah. Um, but then we also. Johnny goes back to the Cobra Kai dojo and he sees that Kreese is back. Yeah. Well, Kreese originally showed up after the tournament in season one. Yeah. Um, because he was just like, oh, you're, you're, you finally won and all this stuff. And then the whole second season was Johnny bringing John Kreese in, Kreese being John Kreese, and then Johnny kicking him out, but then Johnny feeling sorry for him because he finds out that, oh, he never re-enlisted. He's been living in this in this veteran shelter or something um, and just trying to relive his glory days. I don't know. So he decided to bring him back in and trust him. And when all this stuff happens, the school fight, Miguel goes down, Cobra Kai, the students basically turn on Johnny because they blame Johnny because he taught Miguel how to show no mercy and that's what caused him and that's why Miguel was in a coma. So they ended up distancing from Johnny and and, and embracing Kreese as their new uh, sensei. So that's how the second season ended. So there was a lot to to look forward to. It's like, all right, what happens with Miguel? Um, What happens to Tori? What happens with Samantha? What happens with Hawk and Dimitri? Um, you know, what happens with, you know, like with John Kreese and, and Cobra Kai? What and happens with Allie? What happens with Allie? Does, does he finally get the friend request? And so it brought us into the third season. I remember the third season. I was so, I think, I, 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 did we, we binged that, right? Yeah, we did it on New Year's night because that's when it came out. Ah, yes, our New Year was some, was some Cobra Kai never dies. So, this one was more of, like, it's the beginning started off with um, Miguel being in a coma, Robbie's on the run because they're looking for him, because, yeah. you know, he... Kicked, almost he bas- killed Yeah, someone. he basically almost killed um, Miguel. Johnny is back to be an alcoholic, but then Daniel is trying to work with him, trying to help Robbie. Chaos ensues. Um... And then I feel like every time 
Daniel and Johnny start getting on, something happens to make them go. Yeah. Oh, I remember. I hate you. We're enemies. Yeah. Um, this season, not to say that it was a bad season, but it was my least favorite season. Yeah. Because, like, I felt like this whole season was a buildup. Like, the first season was a buildup, but it built up to the tournament at the end. This one built up, so it, 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 it built Johnny back up, Cobra Kai, and his new dojo, uh, Eagle, Eagle Fang. Fang. Eagles don't have fangs. <laughs> Quiet! Um, and then Miyagi-Do, and then, long story short, basically at the end, um, Miyagi-Do and Eagle Fang join forces to face... Cobra Kai. Now, again, if you're watching this and you're not a Karate Kid fan, you're sitting there like, why aren't they calling the cops? Yeah. I mean, yes, they do try to press some charges or whatever, like, like do like a restraining order or or, or something. But I'm like, that. Fi- First of all, the, the 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 fighting scene at the Larusso house, and there were basically destroying each other like these yeah. these kids were bloody they're like fighting to the death they're fighting to the death and then they go johnny and daniel go to the cobra kai dojo to confront crease and they start fighting people get speared through a window like it, it's oh okay we're gonna handle this the old-fashioned way tournament if we win you know like yeah which as not being a Karate Kid fan, you'll be like, what the hell? But as a Karate Kid fan, you're like, awesome. Because when I was first watching, I was like, awesome. This The last episode's got to be like the tournament. No. I feel like it's rude because they build up all the, at least in the second season, they like build it all up and then they like kind of like resolve, not resolve it, but they like handle it with the whole school school fight scene but in the third season they build it up and then they build it up and nothing happens yeah and basically what you're probably going to see in the fourth season is the training for the tournament for the whole season and then and then it'd probably end with the tournament or who knows the tournament might be in the middle all we know is that um so the third season of cobra kai well we got a little bit more backstory into crease so we got to see how the beginnings of of the origins of cobra kai of the mentality of Cobra Kai um, and it was with him in the military and his if you look at his teacher his teacher is what he turned into yeah and it was showing no mercy is what had him basically kill his sensei and he kind of took over and I like how they faked out the Terry Silver reveal like they had a guy with a ponytail so for those of you who don't know who Terry Silver is He's one of the main baddies in the Karate Kid 3. He's he's John Kreese's war buddy who owed him a favor. And here you get to see why he owes him a favor. Because they made it very clear that, hey, for the rest of your life, no matter what, I owe you. I'll be there for you. Yeah, no you kind of have to connect the third season to yeah. the third movie. Because, like, there's connections there. You got to kind of, like... Yeah. Think. And then with Karate Kid 2 being your favorite one, he goes back to Okinawa. Yeah. And he meet and he, he reunites with uh, Kumiko. And then, oh, my favorite was Chosen. Yeah. Because like, then you see Chosen and Daniel 
connect. Yes. And Chosen's like teaching Daniel stuff. But at first, Chosen was like pretending like he he still hated Daniel. Like he yeah. still he was still being mean and 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 very uh, stoic and and not saying too much and just having an attitude until he's. They're training, they're sparring. He, he, he does the whole Miyagi secret where he paralyzes all your limbs. And then he does the, the live or die. Or he doesn't say live or die, but he's like, I've been waiting this for a long time. And he goes to do it and then he, <laughs> and he just starts laughing like Chosen laughs in the second one. He's like, oh, you should have seen your face. Oh. So that was a great, that, that was funny. It was nice to see uh, the growth of the chosen character, the chosen, the growth of the chosen character, and to see that he actually learned from his experience um, during the the Karate Kid Two movie, he learned that he he dishonored his family, family, <laughs> he dishonored them, and he he eventually made up for it. He made up with Sato. Sato took him back in, and. Um, now, now Chosen is carrying on the legacy of, of the Miyagi-Do teachings. He has like all the artifacts and he has all the scrolls and whatnot. So it, it was a nice nostalgic look back at the Karate Kid too. Also to see Kumiko come back. Yeah, Kumiko come back doing the same thing she was doing. She's basically the same character she was before. Yeah. Um, so sometimes like you you have to kind of go back to be able to move forward so i like that whole part of it um and crease is just bad like there are bad guys in movies and tv shows that you love to hate and there's bad guys in tv shows that you just hate like you just like leave but also the guy who plays crease is like the perfect because he already looks like a mean dude yeah and he just like does his character very well like his character, like to me, there's no redeeming this character. This character's horrible. Um, he's not learning his lesson. Every time you think he's learning something or he's changing, it turns out it's part of some kind of diabolical plan. And it's like, bro, get away. Every time I see this guy's face on the show, I get mad. Cause it's just like, just oh, like you this know guy. something bad's gonna happen. Yeah, and then the fact that nobody, like everybody looks at me, is like, oh, he's a veteran. Oh, he's an old man. But also, Amanda, Daniel's wife, realized it too, cause she like tries to reach out to the cops and stuff, and she's like, this guy's like a bad person. But then they, they're like, oh, he's a veteran. He's a great guy. Yeah, and then and then she basically assaulted him by slapping him. But whatever, like. Uh... At least they're the same age, kind of. Yeah, like. Uh... The thing I want, like, what I didn't like about the end of the third season is well, there, there was no closure. There was no, like, ah, oh, man, you you built up this whole season for me to hate Crease And for me, I'm watching this so I could eventually see him fall. And yes, technically, at the end, he kind of does fall. Like, he does, Daniel does the whole uh, Miyagi secret. I'm going to numb all your limbs. You're going to be paralyzed. And then he showed mercy because his kid showed up. Um, but I... <sighs> The fact that they're like, you know what, after all this, we're not going to call the cops. We're just selling this tournament. As a casual fan, you're like, oh, what? As a Karate Kid fan, you're like, yeah. But then as, as a Karate Kid fan, you're like, I gotta wait a whole year? But also, before the end, we get to see 
Crease make a call while looking at a war photo. Yeah, so the so the whole backstory was not only the origins of Cobra Kai, it was the origins of uh, Terry Silver and and um, getting to know Crease's Yeah, John Crease and basically John Crease saves his life and he tells him he owes him. So at the end of the episode, um, he gives Terry a call. Like he looks at a picture of of of, of them when they were in the military and then he gives Terry a call and ooh, I can't wait. I can't wait. That four season's gonna be amazing. Um, now, I could be wrong, but when I looked up the cast list for the four season, I saw, not only did I say Terry Silver there, I saw Mike Barnes on there. I saw Jessica Andrews on there, the, the girl from Karate Kid 3. Um, so we could be seeing though them returning in this one. I wonder what Mike Barnes is gonna look like. Or what he's gonna be as far as I feel like he's gonna be a bad guy, but then I don't know. I feel like after he failed in the third movie, that they might have Terry maybe Silver might have been like, get away from me. Yeah, maybe he like changed and like he's like, whoa, what yeah. happened? Whoa. But yeah, I I want to see I want to see Mike Barnes and Johnny fight. I want to see Mike Barnes, Johnny, and Chosen all fight each other, just triple threat match. Or Mike Barnes might go to Daniel and Johnny's side. And help them. That's also what we see too. We see Daniel and Johnny like join forces and like both of their dojos come together. And that's like the right. final scene. I can feel it. Doo -doo 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 -doo. Yeah, that was a pretty epic uh, last scene with um, Johnny and Daniel. It was just, it brought back so many. It's like, man, I've watched them for 30 years, develop, you know, go through all their their issues, and then they come together to fight one common enemy. They're the Avengers. Yeah. They're Captain America and, and, and Iron Man. They're Batman and Superman. They're, they're Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Like, they're... Oh, I... I I haven't heard, I could be wrong, it could be, have been released and I haven't seen it yet, but I haven't heard of any release date for the Cobra Kai Season 4, but I'm incredibly, incredibly excited for it. Um, what are you excited to see? What do you want to see? What do you expect to see in Season 4 of Cobra Kai? Terry Silver, because that's what we see in the trailer. We see Terry Silver character, like, kind of like in the dark, and it's like all his lines are being revisited. And it's like, oh, man can't stand, can't fight, man can't breathe, can't fight, man can't see, can't fight. So yeah. you, like, you get all that. Which is basically what Terry Silver was, was quote-unquote, teaching Daniel in Karate Kid 3. Because in Karate Kid 3, Miyagi didn't want to train him. To this day, I don't understand. So you're not going to train him, you're just letting him get his butt kicked. Copy that. Um, but... When he was training Daniel, he was basically training him the wrong way about karate. Like, he was basically teaching him all offense and illegal offense. You know, man can't see, he can't fight, so you, you punch him in the in the nose, so he starts bleeding and all of them blind the blood. That was, like, the point, because, yeah. like, Kreese, like, requested it. He's like, oh, yeah, make his knuckles that's what he did. Yep, because, uh, yeah, in the second one, um, he had that encounter with Mr. Miyagi where he tried to punch him, and Miyagi would just move out the way, and he kept punching uh, car windows, and then his, his knuckles were bloody. So when um, when he was talking to Terry Silver about getting revenge, he told him to make his knuckles bleed, and that's what happens, because he, he, he made him practice on that wooden metal apparatus and just punch it and kick it and knee it and all that stuff, and 
again, Karate Kid 3, Karate Kid 3 just made Daniel so unlikable. It, the way that he was treating Mr. Miyagi, yeah. the way that he was just whining the whole movie, just whining. And Mr. Miyagi's trying to be positive, you know, singing in the car. Like, and... a good example is, like, when Terry Silver is like, oh, do you know how to do a sweep? And then, like, Daniel goes over to Mr. Miyagi, he's like, can you teach me how to do a sweep? Oh. And then Mr. Miyagi takes out a broom and he starts teaching yeah. Daniel how to hold, sweep. Hold like this and go like this. And then Daniel gets all... He's like, is this some sort of joke? Why are you making fun of me? Yeah, it's... it's um... Again, I love that movie, but the Daniel character I could do without. I look at him as the bad guy. I look at Mr. Miyagi as the good guy. He's the one that I'm cheering for at the end. Mr. Miyagi's happy. So, um, yeah, really excited about season four of Cobra Kai. I don't know how many more seasons are left. I feel like they're going to do four and five, or maybe four. Maybe do you know? Four. Four or five. I feel like they It should... depends on how they're going to build up that fourth season. Yeah. They, it better have it better not be a whole season of training and then the fights like another season um I think that they should end it at four because now it's just starting to get ridiculous as far as like um the whole dojo feud thing yeah just end it just, just end it. it um defeat Cobra Kai make uh make a new Cobra Kai made up of uh, Miyagi Miyagi-Do and, and Eagle Fang or, or do a Cobra Kai Miyagi-Do or a Miyagi Cobra Kai or a Cobra Miyagi Kaido. Yeah, and also, they've already, like, brought back all the characters, like you said. If they do all those characters that you listed, and they already did the characters from Season 2, Allie came back. So, like, it's just, like, all done. They just need to end it. Yeah. Um, although, if they do keep going, I'm, I'm gonna keep watching it. Yeah. Um, so, scale of 1 to 10, how excited are you for... Oh, actually, let's do this. Scale of 1 to 10, Cobra Kai, the series, so far. What is your grade and why? I give it a 9, just because of... I just don't like Samantha LaRusso's character. So she that, brought it down. So that not, knocks the whole point off? Yeah. Well, I'm going to give it uh, an 8.2. Um, also because, like, I don't... I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing I'm not supposed to like these characters, but I don't like Dimitri. I don't like Samantha. But also, we're not supposed to like Tori either, but we started to like her. Yeah, I love Tori. Uh, because I because I feel bad for Tori. I just feel like she's just... Misunderstood. She's misunderstood. She's just misguided. She's just looking for guidance. She's getting it from the wrong people. But I feel like at the end, she'll, she'll see the error, errors of her way. I really hope she doesn't end up with Robbie. I... Part of me wishes that she would just end up with uh, Miguel. I feel like she's gonna end up with Hawk. I feel like Samantha's gonna end up with Miguel. Yeah. Because they kind of built that up too. Ugh. Whatever. Um. So yeah, Cobra Kai. If you haven't watched it, you should really check it out. If you uh, to make the experience better, I would watch the Karate Kid one, two, three, and maybe four. Because uh, who knows? Maybe the girl's going to show up in, in season four. We don't know. Maybe. So, um, all right. This was this was um, the third episode of, of a Girl Dad. The third segment. The third Girl Dad segment. The first one in season two. Um, how is it? It's, it's, this is the first one you've done in two years. Yeah. It's a, Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. It's like, wow. Being able to relive that. Yeah, um, and as we go along, um, I mean, there'll be other topics that we could talk about, but 
I felt like um, the first topic we should talk about, especially since I, like one of the main shows that we've, we've watched uh, or we have been watching the past couple years, especially during the pandemic, is Cobra Kai. So uh, with that being said, um, this is Drew with his daughter Kayla. Say bye, Kayla. Bye, Kayla. And we're just going to leave you with the teaser trailer for the fourth season of Cobra Kai. So let me cue this up. This was another episode of End Then, Girl Dad Edition, Cobra Kai. See you next time.